0: What's up everybody, welcome to the week 6 college football extravaganza, I guess that's what we're going to call it, we still haven't come up with a name for it. I mean
1: it's there, I already told someone about this podcast and they're listening, so it's college football extravaganza.
2: My cousin listens to it, he says it's cool.
0: Oh that's cool. My aunt,
2: we have a guy in California listening to it, shout out Mark Prescott.
0: Oh yeah, my cousin's in Orlando and he's repping the national champions, the UCF Knights. Let's go. Yep. They're, they're my national champion. They yeah. are
2: my national champion. It's fun to mess look. with the Alabama fans because our governor declared them national champions. So they're your national champions if you live in the state of Florida. Yeah,
0: they are. And you shouldn't look back because they would have won last year. This year, probably not so much. <laughs> right. You know, I think I feel like uh, we could go in and just go into that. Do you, Alabama you want didn't to go cover.
2: You want to go to UCF or you want to go to Alabama? Uh, yeah, you kind of let into both.
0: Yeah, yeah. We can, we can go uh, – into, into UCF, and then we can tepidly step into Alabama.
2: Okay. Yeah. UCF favored by 24 this week against SMU. Ow. Well, I don't know. This team's good, and they haven't lost in a long time. That's the what, thing. Is it, is it their se- schedule though? Is it 17 games now for them? Yeah. Oh, I think they went 0 12 two years ago, didn't they?
1: Yeah, they went winless. and Then two years later, they went undefeated. They're the first time, they're the first team to ever do that.
2: Yep, mm. And so yeah, now they're 4 and 0, so that will put them at uh that's 17 and 0, yeah. Yeah,
0: they're 17. It's at 17. home got at that that Bright confirmed. House
2: Stadium. So if they're 24 and 0 at they're... the end of the season.
0: You know, and if they if they finish out undefeated, I feel like you have to let them in with that kind well, of streak. Well, you treat. know, if you look at their
1: if you look at their schedule ahead, you have SMU which they're going to roll all over them. It's at home. They're going to drop at least 56 points on them. That's going to be an easy win. And then you have Memphis which Hey, you remember that championship game last Memphis, year, that conference championship? Yeah. And it's at Memphis. That's going to be a tough matchup. Memphis
2: I is always a tough matchup. Memphis game. can score points along with UCF, which is one of the few teams that they're going to play that can do that.
1: And they don't have Riley Ferguson as quarterback anymore at Memphis. So it's going to, you know, their offense is a little bit different. Don't, I don't follow Memphis. I, not, I mean, let's be honest, who really follows Memphis? But I, I would imagine that their toughest matchup ahead is either going to be Navy, it's going to be USF at the end of the year. That's going to be another fun game and maybe this Memphis game. Other than that... So,
2: yeah, I, I paid attention to Memphis a little bit last year just because FSU, that was one of their coaches on the hot board. And this guy is a young guy, but he's a lot like Scott Frost where he's an offensive mind and he runs and guns. And they were the second in points last year to UCF in the nation.
1: I mean, if it means anything, ESPN predicts that... UCF has a fifty one percent chance at beating Memphis, so it's close. It is yeah. close. They're getting yeah. and I mean Memphis. I mean we're getting a, we're getting like a week ahead on ourselves, but we're talking about the teams that have have a likely chance at beating UCF. Memphis is three and two. I yeah, uh, will see. I don't. I don't. See I that think thing. it could be an upset. I wouldn't pick. I wouldn't pick UCF as my lock that week, but against UCF or against SMU, who's two and three,
0: yeah. and, it could be yeah. Yeah. if. Any team on here can get complacent and lose. That's, That's what college football is about. But I think UCF about.
2: is the opposite of complacent. I right. think they're out there uh, yeah, I think that, yeah, you're right. I they, think you're yeah, right.
1: They, they know they have to win big each game, so I think that each game really matters.
2: So, so if we're thinking about do they get into the playoff if they're 12-0 and or 13-0 and at the end of the season, it's like I, I'm looking at precedent, trying to look back, and there obviously no team outside the Power Fives got in. But I look at when FSU, the first year of the playoff, they were on a 26-game win streak or whatever it was, and the committee put them in as the third seed. So they don't take in like they, but FSU that year every game was close. They're coming from behind because they're throwing a bunch of interceptions. It's like I don't know if they're going to put in UCF just because they're twenty six and zero or whatever.
0: And we can we can play with numbers just like we were playing with West Virginia's numbers last week. If you take a look at LSU, uh, they play Alabama. So one of those teams has to drop. If Alabama loses, they're not going to drop that far. If LSU loses, uh, yeah, any yeah. of their games, they're going to drop. Pretty far, and UCF can have have fun with climbing that ladder. Uh, there's also yeah, they loss.
2: gotta hope there's a lot of one loss, two loss conference yeah, champions.
1: they really do need they need some help at the top because right now, I mean, well, you, you still have seven undefeateds. Actually, no, eight undefeateds if you include West Virginia that are in the top ten right now. Well, I think one and, and two,
2: one of them's gonna be defeated by the end of the season. Yeah, oh but yeah, they let the, one of them in last year anyway. I mean Georgia,
1: Georgia right now. Probably has the easiest schedule looking ahead for their conference. I mean, they they think the toughest matchup. If I look, if I click on their schedule, <laughs> toughest matchup coming up. They have LSU, and then yep. they have Florida, and then okay, then Kentucky, and then they do play Auburn. Hey,
0: Kentucky, pretty good old time.
2: Kentucky, forgetting
0: about my Kentucky Wildcats, who Kentucky's are ranked 13th, good. by
2: the way. That's Kentucky yeah, they're giving a little bit here. more respect. I told you last last week they gave South Carolina points. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. That was a joke. Yep.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think Georgia okay, has an easy points. schedule ahead of it, especially. Uh, we're yeah, we're all I over spoke... the place for right now. We're all over the place. Uh, yeah. I, I hope you're. I hope you're keeping track up there. <laughs> UCF, like, dang it! I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to get the lines.
2: <laughs> I know. Okay, so UCF at right? UCF. Hey, we're talking about them playing this week. I mean, you can't really talk about them week to week, though. You got to talk. Look at it from a season long perspective. You do. Because most weeks they're going to blow teams out by forty points. <clears throat> I think at least.
1: And I think they have to. But even if they do, blow, they could blow teams out by 50 points as long as you have your you – look at the top four right now. The top four right now, they're kind of in the driver's seat. Even if Georgia or Alabama were to lose one game, they could still stay in the top four.
2: Yeah, and the committee – could. That's what they do. They put in a one-loss team that's not a com- – or a one-loss conference champion or an undefeated – or not, I guess you can't have an undefeated conference champion. But, yeah. No. They put in an Alabama and Ohio State who are one-loss non-conference champions. Either way, Alabama's going to be in
0: there. I feel like uh, everyone is on the same page in their mindset that Alabama is just it, it's, it's just a machine right now. We, we always wondered what a Nick Saban offense would look like if it was number one, and now we're learning about it, and it's kind of like, oh, man. This team could actually play like the worst team in the NFL and be very close. Uh, that's a see. I don't agree with that. you. Don't agree all. with that?
2: No, those guys are professional football Alabama- players. I
0: bet everyone on Alabama's team is going to be a professional football player too. Probably, but still, those are prof-
2: Those are grown men, professional football players. That's not yeah. Happening.
0: Like, I'm just saying, Saban has this way of
1: just being able to recruit the men out of the bunch. He just has these players that you know. Even, I I want to say quarterbacks haven't always been so successful, but defense offensive line he he owns it kicking what? game has always been a struggle but does he really need <laughs> kicking game that bad alabama
0: has struggled with the kickers
1: I will say, yeah, if they ever have a close game it and if it ever has to come to special teams, Which it's it not good. Before, yeah.
2: Look, national championship last year. Imagine how many national championships they have lost because they had a kicker who missed a field goal. Yep, they, I true. definitely went FSU won against Auburn. They um, would have played in that game. Uh, uh, the uh, kick six game, Auburn-Alabama. That's, I mean, that, that's the year that FSU yeah. won, yeah. Block, blocked,
0: played. missed field goals, like yeah. One, one more yard of extra They've ass. They've lost
2: to LSU it. multiple times because they didn't have a kicker.
0: Now, uh, since we're talking about Alabama we're talking about kickers let's go and talk about the quarterback situation at Alabama and we all know that Tua is outrageously good but mm-hmm. is he getting enough playing time to be considered as uh, the Heisman trophy winner this year do you think he's going to get enough votes even though he's only playing the first quarter every game.
1: Right now, if I could pick a Heisman Trophy winner, it'd be Kyler Murray, hands down. I agree. But the thing is, a week ago, I was saying it's Tua Tagovailoa. But he's not getting – you know, how how many times has he played past the second quarter uh, second half this year? It's true. Like, uh, has it really uh, – I, I can't – I'm trying to think. Has he?
2: I don't know. Has he played
1: the second half all year? you got to put up some numbers. I mean, yeah, he's a great quarterback. Especially and, when you
2: look last week, he was 8 for 8. I mean, he did have like 160 yards or whatever, but still, that's not Heisman numbers. But, like, I don't know. I'm looking at – again, I'll I'll try to look back and see if it happened before. And when FSU won the National Championship, this is the team I pay attention to. That's why I quote them so much. But Jameis had a similar season where he didn't play very much in the first half or in the second half, but he still – you know, he had the numbers to put him up, so I think Tua can do it, especially when they get into the meat of the schedule, which they're yeah. not this week. They play Arkansas, who's trash. But. Yeah, Arkansas is trash. Expect,
1: expect a lot of Jalen <coughs> Hurts. That so, yes. 11
0: a.m. game, that primetime slot. Oh, black. boy. Oh, boy. Yep. Uh, hey, Arkansas put up a good game against A&M. They did, and maybe they come out with a whole bunch of tricks up their sleeve. Maybe they just only run trick plays for the rest of the season. They'd probably be better off.
2: You know, it yeah. can't yeah. be worse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but – I think Tua might be able to do it and Nick Saban might agree with me on this if the Alabama fans would just get behind God, and support
2: them. That's the, it's so ridiculous. Like yeah. I talked about it last week about how I like Alabama really doesn't play anybody non-conference and then Nick Saban is bitching about how the fans aren't showing up. Like well if you yeah. want the fans to show up play some get, put an opponent on the field yeah, It's it worth watching.
1: You're playing
0: and, the and, damn mud dogs out there.
1: Also it's hard it's one fan made this uh made this statement. I thought it was really good. Fans are so used to them winning that it's it, it's not even as exciting as it used to be, especially when you play a team like Louisiana. Okay, they're, the students aren't going to show up. They may show up for a quarter and then they're going to go leave and drink and go have fun and go enjoy yeah. something that, you know, where shit might be actually happening. But when right. your team is demolishing this little baby school like 38 to nothing in the first quarter, that's going to get boring after a while. After like who who's going to really yeah. appreciate quality football when
2: both team when it's so lopsided? And is that really making his team that much better anyway? Like what's the point of playing that game? Just why 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 schedule it? I don't I don't well, I don't get it. Alabama does a good
1: job of at least picking like a good opener. Now, Louisville not so much yeah. of a good opener. But they it, it, it seems like Alabama every year they aim to have a good opening football
2: game. And they do get hurt because Auburn their big rival is a it's an in-conference foe. It's like not like Florida, Florida State or whoever else you want to throw in there that there's a non-conference rival at the end of the season. So you get that extra tough non-conference game, and then you, you schedule a big opener or somebody. But Alabama doesn't get the luxury of that because they play Auburn, but still make the – an effort to get a second big-time matchup on that schedule. And really,
1: as you look at Alabama's schedule right now, you have Arkansas coming up. Then you have Missouri, which Missouri has a good quarterback, but the team as a whole just isn't quite there. And then you have Tennessee, which they've got problems. Then you have LSU. Yeah. So it, it, right now their schedule is pretty easy leading up to – lsu i feel like that's about it i think they're gonna beat lsu
0: the athletic director the the program whenever they're scheduling these football games they're trying to take into account they're saying hey we play in the sec so let's get some cupcakes in there so whenever the sec schedule comes around our guys are healthy you know we're not losing injuries to these big games that are out of conference because if we win the sec we're going to the national we're going to the playoffs it's as simple as that
2: I get that but at the same time if you're going to do that and you accept that that's what you're doing you can't be bitching at the fans for not showing up because oh, the I students agree. have better things to do they, and it's and for people who aren't students that's a lot of money out of their pockets mm. to come to that game so it It'll make it worth their while. Yep.
0: I, I definitely agree with that. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Uh, sure. It's also a delicate balance because if your team's sucking really bad, no one's going to show up to the games either. So Saban's probably frustrated. It's like, we're beating the shit out of them. Why aren't you showing up?
1: <laughs> because well, because you're beating the shit out of them. Yeah. It's, it's great. I mean, as I, if I'm a student where my ticket's free, I'll show up for a little bit. But as a fan, again, yeah. a, a game against Louisiana is still going to cost you $60 a ticket. And you that's expensive. Think, though,
0: you got to think, though, we're talking about Alabama fans. This isn't your just run-of-the-mill college football fan. Oh, no, These are not. Alabama fans. <laughs> these these guys, we won 17 national championships. Coach Bear Bryant's a god. <laughs> all right? And also, you got to think, these guys are like, yeah, I feel sorry for Arkansas. No, they don't. If Arkansas got within 20 points, they would be pissed. All right?
2: Yeah, and this is a fan base who every year you hear a story about, either an Auburn fan shooting an Alabama fan over a football game or an Alabama fan shooting an Auburn fan over a college football game to go along with your point. So they are a little spoiled, and I think that's where Nick Saban's coming off is he's saying you guys are spoiled. like this is, You're taking us for granted, but still.
1: Honestly, I'm just so disappointed in Alabama's schedule. Literally, I, I, I'm I not sold on LSU yet, okay? I know we're play- they're playing Florida yeah. this week. They're number five. But for some reason, I'm just not sold on LSU. So if I let, and I'm convinced that That's they will beat LSU. The only, fans, the only man. game that Alabama really has to look forward to that they know is going to be a challenge is going to be Auburn. Yeah. The last game of the year. They have Mississippi State, which Mississippi State isn't really the team that they were at the fir- the first couple weeks of the year. And then you have the Citadel, which not even going to com- comment on them because it's not worth it. So, Auburn, that's really all they have to look forward to. They, don't, no. play this they year. don't play Kentucky. Unless... They don't play Kentucky. They don't play
2: Kentucky, now. See, I'm going to go back to the point I made earlier. Like, is are these games making your team better? Everyone's anointing Alabama as the national championship champion already. But again, like, how, do we know how good this team is? Because they haven't played anybody of salt. Like, any... Really good teams.
0: And that's a good point. And I was listening to the 24-7 college football sports podcast. It's like a CBS podcast. And this guy came on, and he was talking about this point system he made up. And uh, he says, sometimes you have these teams who don't play anybody. They play a bunch of nobodies. But they literally blow them out. And uh, he used the 2013 uh, Florida State National Champions. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was saying they didn't play anyone until they got – uh, to the championship they played a very good Auburn team which skated by the Georgia and Alabama game and they pulled that one out because they were just a good team you know and I think that's what we have in this case with Alabama this year. They're mm-hmm. not playing anybody but they're still yeah, way I'm, better yeah than we're saying we're
2: not sitting here and saying Alabama's not good because they are really really good at football yeah but still it's like I get, what I, going back to the point play somebody and prove it so that later in the season, Like, when you Mm. do play the Auburn or you play in the SEC championship or a playoff game, you played in a big game. And
1: my last point on Alabama is they are so good to where I just don't think that there's – I'm just upset that I don't think there's a team on there that can keep up with them. Therefore, I'm stuck with boring games. So, I'm going to have to wait for the playoffs. Yeah, I probably
2: won't (laughs) watch Alabama play until they play Auburn this year. Maybe LSU. I'll probably watch LSU. I watched them play a little bit,
0: but – I'll turn it to another game, be like like you said, I I like close games. I'm like
2: games. the fans. Like I'm not going to sit there and watch. Yeah. I think <laughs> just like LSU
1: and Florida could be a close game this
0: week. We'll yeah. see. Now it could be a close game. Uh, you guys want to go into that? Yeah, we can go into that. I'm I'm uh like every game this year with Florida, I'm gonna be a little bit nervous, which is great. That uh that Mississippi State win last week was so delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could taste it whenever whenever Steiner came through on that safe oh,
2: on that. Oh, free lit his ball. ass up. Ba-boom, out of the park. You just had a feeling that Dan was gonna win that game against his former team though.
0: I oh, I felt it, it sweet. I felt it uh, halftime after halftime whenever Felipe threw was it after halftime? Whenever Felipe threw the pick, uh it was a tipped up the ball. tip up ball, yeah. ball. And then Mississippi State uh didn't score a touchdown on that drive. They got held to a field goal maybe, or they didn't even they might have missed we didn't even give game. up a
1: touchdown that yeah. game we it no. was all it was field goals for yeah. them mm-hmm. but
0: and I don't think that has a lot to do with how good our defense is because I still feel like Flora's secondary is suspect especially against a good offensive line. And uh, we'll see how good LSU's offensive line uh, is.
1: You know, for me, I loved our defense the whole game. And really, I think our defense I did loved a great it too. job of I just don't think
0: Mississippi State's that, their offense is as potent as it was last year.
1: I it's I still think, though, Nick Fitzgerald's a good quarterback that can move the football. And Florida did a great job of shutting him down. What concerned me, though, was our offense. We scored our one touchdown off a trick play, which was a great play outside of that it was a field goal game i think we got to have more offensive production which i feel like overall we have it wasn't too great against K- kentucky it wasn't that great against mississippi state but we'll take the victory but we've played well in other games so i'm hoping that they get out they come out firing against lsu
0: well mississippi state and kentucky had the same game plan make the game short because Florida does have an explosive offense if they make the game long. If we're throwing these passing plays that are stopping the clock, but if Mississippi is uh, teams running the ball and they're running a the clock down, you, you notice that first half went by lightning fast. Like it, I think uh, I I can't remember how long the actual game lasted, but it was a very very quick game, especially in the first half. And that's why you saw Florida uh, stretch the field a little bit in the second half. They were throwing those screens. They threw 14 uh, screen passes to the outside.
2: When was the last time you heard someone describe Florida's offense as explosive? I know. Uh, (laughs) I'm not giving them that quite yet.
0: Uh, They have the potential to be explosive. I think you're right. I think uh, it's going to be one of those grinded-out games. With LSU, it's going to be one of those low-scoring games. Yeah, it's games. going to be
2: a low-scoring It's going to be about like FSU Miami is going to be, but it's going to be a low-scoring game. LSU is only favored by two and a half. I mean, that's – I don't know if that's a, more an indictment on LSU or, or uh, a – what do you call it? A compliment to Florida, but – It all depends on how swollen Ed O'Duron's
0: tongue is and if he can communicate <laughs> Oh, He's right my to, favorite college football coach. I know. I, it's like – it's like, I hate LSU, but I really like that guy, because whenever he talks, he sounds like Farmer Fran from The
2: Waterboy. Oh, Boy. I can't even do an impression on him. He's it's so bad. It's, uh, it's, Mm-mm. all right, I'm going to give it a try. Mm-mm. Oh, we're going, we're going, we're going, down there, we're going down to take a out there. good. going down there, we're going to train the swamp. Every time I hear him talk, all I, all I hear is, showed him, shoot <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, anyway. he's uh, he's he's a character, man, and I like it. And I I hated how the LSU fans were like so ready to get
2: him out, you know, just because oh, he's I know. A,
0: just because he's got that strong accent.
2: Well, That's they, all it was. They hated uh, Les Miles more because he was a uh, northern guy. That's how petty LSU fans are. It's like oh he's from Michigan, get him out of here. Then but they he, get a freaking you know guy straight from the Boondocks of Louisiana, and they want to fire him. I'm him like I don't I
0: know. I don't know, and then some LSU fans are like, "I like the way he talks,"
2: because
0: <laughs> they can understand him because that's how they talk
2: too. <laughs> they listen to him as they fall asleep at night. Yeah, <laughs> but I honestly, I think LSU is going to win the game. This game, I don't think Florida's quite there yet. I th- they're favored by two and a half. I, they probably cover. They probably won by. Oh, a that's goal. a two
0: thirty game too. Oh man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, Robert
2: says FSU and Miami both play at night. I thought they both played at night. Game. Yeah, but
0: I was wrong. All right. Um, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna say. I'm a little biased here, but I'm giving the home field advantage. Uh, I'm going to say Florida is able to get pressure on Joe Burrow like he hasn't had this season yet. And uh, Florida gets the win. I'm calling it within a touchdown, just like these LSU-Florida games always are. It's like a field goal or a touchdown.
1: So I think that this will be another defensive game, but I really think that Florida's best opportunity at winning this game is if they can attack early and try and catch them off guard because i think i think lsu's defense is good enough to adjust and hold us back but i hope we can attack early i am going to be optimistic as hell go gators we're going to win this game of course uh it's going to be like it's going to be like a 20 to 14 victory
2: yeah, uh, I'd love to see the over under on the game. I bet it's at like 23 or something like that. Right. It's probably yeah. super low. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, well I win. don't see a high scoring game at all. Honestly, yeah, I'm not a huge believer in LSU yet. They did have the big win over Auburn. That's kind of why I'm giving them the edge against Florida. I don't really know how good Florida is. I think Kentucky is a really good team. That's why I'm kind of the one loss. That's who they they lost. Yeah, who they lost to. So, not a big believer in Mississippi State, but I think LSU pulls it out. Hmm. I think they cut it too. Yeah yep uh so with that
0: we'll move on and really guys there's not that many great games that stand out this week i mean your time is best spent ordering that conor mcgregor fight
2: oh for sure rough and rowdy on friday rough
0: and rowdy <laughs> rough and rowdy on friday and then conor mcgregor
2: and kobe on saturday that's for sure. I'm so glad FSU or Florida don't play late. My let's God. see. Let's get
0: let's let's get let's get a few more picks.
2: Let's get like four more picks. Oh, in. Red River rivalry is. A, a yeah, rivalry I want to I want to end with that. I want to end with, with that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you want to talk about Clemson then about what they did yesterday? Yeah, we yeah. ended the podcast yeah. before that crazy comeback. But the real question is, they say Trevor Lawrence is going to play. If you're a Clemson fan, like it was just concussion. That's what we kind of thought it was going into it. Yeah, when we saw the injury, but if you're a Clemson fan, you got to feel a whole lot better about that backup quarterback after he comes back and wins the game. I he, feel like he played a hell of a game to come back too,
0: and uh, probably... I wonder why. I wonder why Trevor Lawrence just wasn't. Oh yeah, drop the mic, dude. That's good <laughs> job.
2: Yeah, but um, I wonder what was holding him up the whole game. You know. Uh, I mean, if it was a concussion, they just have to wait for him to come back. Are you talking about before the game? All right, I got distracted. In Sorry. the in the first, <laughs> oh. in the first I half just think, before he got injured. I think Syracuse so. is just a good team, man. Their defense isn't great for sure. I mean, I just I just really you think Clemson just turned it on there in the second half. They were like, all right, we. to I have think it was more win. like, yeah, Dabo Sweeney saying we can't lose this game to this team. And you know he just dialed up the right plays. They had the right. The defense kind of woke up. That was. I mean, Clemson's a better team than Syracuse for sure. But they're no slouches. People are underestimating that team. That is a good football team. Apparently, uh, whenever,
0: whenever Trevor Lawrence went down and the, uh, was it Bryce, um, what's his name? What's the name?
2: Name? name? I saw the name before I came here, and I was gonna. It's not Bryce Harper. The backup quarterback <laughs> for Clemson. For Clemson,
0: <laughs> apparently when he came in, Dabo. Uh, radioed to his to his team he was like we're gonna have to old school it so what if trevor lawrence goes down again do you think do you think clemson has has the talent around a backup quarterback to actually I, still stay in I, acc th- uh, stay top team in the acc and also in the playoffs
2: oh they're for sure they'll still be the top team in the acc again they already beat probably the best team in that division besides them syracuse um the, when I look at the other side of the conference, I just don't – Miami's good. Could Miami beat Clemson with a backup quarterback? Probably, but with a freshman quarterback for Miami and that defensive line for Clemson, I don't know. I, I still that
0: defensive Clemson Clemson's is just
2: That defensive outrageous. line is four NFL starters on their defensive line. Um, but I I think they'll still win the ACC if, the, if uh, Kelly Bryant's out for a significant period of time, and I feel a lot better about that having watched the quarterback play, but they can't contend in the playoff without Trevor Lawrence, I don't believe. I don't believe so either, but I still think they do have a chance to win the ACC. You're going to get a good look at this backup again against Wake Forest. That Wake Forest defense is so bad, they fired the defensive coordinator last week or the week before. So they're going to put up a lot of points on them no matter what. If If they don't put up a lot of points on this Wake Forest defense, maybe you start worrying as a Clemson fan. Maybe. That defense
0: for Wake Force is so bad <laughs> that they took their formations from
2: FIFA. <laughs> they freaking might have man. <laughs> that was a bad job. That All was right. not a good one. I All right. In, I
1: came in late though. What game are we talking about exactly?
2: We're talking Clemson about the Clemson wake, Forest.
1: wake Forest. We're more talking about just, f- Clemson, just, oh, Clemson, just okay. Clemson,
0: really? Yeah, Mainly yeah, their quarterback I, situation. I,
1: I, I don't really know anything about Clemson, but i I would th- I know that uh quarterback who got hurt last week what, no, he's, he's supposed, supposed to play he's supposed to play lawrence yeah.
2: yeah you know lawrence whenever we lawrence. saw the injury we said we yeah. that clemson fans hope it's a concussion which you know don't want to say that about somebody but if it's a shoulder injury miss a significant time it was a concussion and he's coming yeah. back all right
1: so yeah he'll play they're gonna obviously destroy wake Forest, but i hope i think that syracuse is an overall good team and that's why they held them in the way they, they i agree did, but
0: you know it's funny Davis, your mic is off right now. Uh,
1: that's right. I turned it off so I can talk to my dad without like,
0: it getting over. Oh, there you go. Hey,
1: everybody. I'm back. <laughs> All right, that's anyways, we'll just go ahead and, and move material on. Right there. Trevor Lawrence and Clemson are going to be fine. Moving on.
0: Yep. There it is. <clears throat> All right. We'll move on to the <laughs> other ACC matchup. Uh, oh, yeah. Your Florida State Seminoles are traveling to
2: Coral Gables. facing the hurricanes of miami what do you think they keep making me feel better like we're on two game win streak baby like let's let's get it (laughs) but uh you know i liked i honestly i was so depressed during that louisville game it just looked like we were about to get blown out about to get blown out and then what what i learned during that louisville game is deandre francois can sling a football and we knew that from a couple years ago but he just hadn't shown it he is the leading passer in the acc right now he was before that game. He still is after because he had a ridiculous game. If they can give him time to throw a football, he's going to. He knows how to do it. He can put it on a dot. He's not pressing because <coughs> he has had histories in his career where he presses and he throws interceptions. But when he's relaxed, he knows how to put the football there. So it's just. Do this you game feel like Miami. he just
0: put the team on his back there in the uh, second half? Oh, for sure. And the defense did too. Like they didn't lay
2: down like they did against Syracuse, which I don't blame them honestly with how bad our offense was against Syracuse. The defense was in the offensive huddle, like, hyping them up, and they came out, they got the big play, and then you just knew Francois was going to drive us down the field and get the the touchdown.
0: Yeah, it seems like Florida State, after that Syracuse loss, they had that players meeting, and they were at a point where you're either going to buy into the system, and you're going to believe in each other, or... You're going to say, we're not good, and these teams are better than us every week, and you're going to go out with that attitude, and you're going to lose with that
2: attitude. We also got one of our best offensive linemen, which our offensive line has been terrible. We got one of our best ones back in the last game, and they protected Francois better. And so we just got to hope. We have another one that's out, too. So we have two starting offensive linemen out, Hopefully, or we don't anymore. We have one out right now, but it's going to be tough. This is the best defense we're going to play. I, or maybe not gonna play because of Clemson, but the best defense we played up to this point for sure.
0: I can see that, but I can also see Miami coming out like they did against LSU with lack of emotion, and they start off really slow. And if you get started off to a slow start in a rivalry game, that's yeah, you, that's never good. You get
2: Florida State confidence, and then you're in trouble, right? And uh, I don't like the spread is huge. It's thirteen and a half towards Miami. I don't think that's it covers. I don't think either team scores fourteen, quite to be honest. Miami's starting a freshman quarterback who has looked better than Malik Rozier. What was his name? Do we decide what his name was? Uh, we're just uh, going to call him Perry. Perry? Okay. Nikofu? Nikofu no, Perry?
0: No. no, no. It uh, starts with an N. You're close. In Perry. But with N Perry. You know Mark
2: Rick just calls him Perry. <laughs> Bruh. He, uh, he's going to be better than Rozier, but he's a freshman quarterback <laughs> against Florida State and what's going to be an electric atmosphere because Miami thinks they're back. Like, is he going to be able to stand up, stand under the lights against what has been a good defense? And Brian Burns is a Miami kid, and he leads the nation in quarterback hurries. Can he get in this kid's face and make him make some freshman mistakes? You think he's going to be pumped up being back at home? Oh, FSU players, when they play in Miami, <gasps> FSU players from Miami, playing in Miami, always do well. Cam Akers, or not Cam Akers, Dalvin Cook was a guy from Miami who torched the Hurricanes every time we played them. And you got to think, this, this
0: on a normal year I don't want to say normal year anymore because Miami hasn't been at the top of the college football elite in forever but when you look back at the 90s you're thinking Miami Florida State that is a game that decides the national championship almost every year yeah and same with Florida Florida State Florida, Tennessee, all all these teams that are kind of having lackluster seasons here so far. So the rivalry is still there and strong, and tradition is still there for the fan bases yeah. to get excited for the game.
2: I mean, you got people who were teammates in high school playing against each other in that this game. That's yeah, it's why, always that's, kind of that's when everyone knows rivalry. everybody. Yeah, this game.
1: Fun. Oh, t- oh, today by the way, today is the thirtieth anniversary of the was it the seminal the seminal rap. Su- rap? yeah and oh, you see Deion it's Sanders. so bad oh it's so, but it's so good It's so fun to watch yeah. it's so
2: bad but it's so good it's Deion those- Sanders came out and said yeah that's probably a mistake yeah yeah because they, they went on to lose yeah they were supposed to be the best team ever but got their ass beat.
1: I, I i was playing that i was playing at work just for fun today i'm still here like shimmying away at my desk just having some fun they played it's that during so the spring bad game but this year, i appreciate it it
2: was the 30th anniversary it was fun
1: so, I, I mean, looking for this is a game that's always going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. I think it's always going to be a good game. Miami is not as great as I think their ranking says. And also, I think Florida State's going to be a better team moving forward. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that this will be a good game. I do see Miami winning this one, though. But I think we will see a lot of improvement out of Florida State through this game.
2: I'm going upset of the week. Florida State pulls it off. Oh upside man! So the Florida study. State fan now supporting oh, Florida State. Yeah. Oh shit! I almost shit. Broke the oh shit! Chair, You're break dad, the chair. <laughs> the already <laughs> broken chair. Oh, yeah, nice. but name uh, is favored by 14. There's no way they cover that spread. Hammer, hammer Florida State. Put wow. all your money on them. All
0: right. <laughs> there it is. Um, I want to talk about this just because it was an ESPN instant classic last week uh ohio state at penn state mm-hmm. that was just an outrageously good game oh, penn it state was. had it and then they
2: let it go and i just, just like a delicate butterfly best call ever maybe ohio state wins by one go check it out the last podcast
0: yeah major props to joey we're gonna give we're gonna give you three claps mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's all you get because last year was decided by one point also i
2: know that's what that was my call (laughs) i was like it's always a one point game and
0: you know what that is a hell of a call and uh ohio state there at the end just screened past them to death yeah and and just said we have a guy called uh dobbins and he's gonna run all over you and that's what he did
2: i mean Ohio State was the better team in my opinion but i penn state's still not bad they're they're still a good team if Ohio state loses two games does Ohio per, State lose to first off, why did they run the ball on fourth? What was it, fourth and five?
0: You know what? I'm uh, still deciding if I want to give them shit on that. I would never run the ball like that on fourth. No, and there's
1: five. so. I think I feel like there's so much, especially with so Trace, many better plays. Trace you
0: McSorley, who yeah. has a pair of legs and he can run with them very fast. It's the old
2: adage: put the on the big plays like that, put the ball in the best players in your best players' hands. And Trace McSorley is their best player, and they took it out of his hands on the biggest play of the game. I agree, and you know what? Uh, he's definitely beating himself up about it, and. Dan Franklin
0: knows it was a bad call. I think he even he, know, said he knows so in he's his just conference. he's just trying to. I, you see him try to fight know. the
2: fan afterwards.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. that was hell? hilarious. <laughs> I can't believe you know he is such an upstanding guy. Like you know, I feel yeah. like he's a role model coach. But the fact that he went at it with the fan, I mean, I'll let it pass for him. Like he's a great coach, and he still has my respect. But even I was like, whoa.
2: I didn't see that coming. It's an
0: intense yeah. game. Everyone's dressed. Yeah, in your white.
2: emotions are so high after that game. I, I, I'm definitely giving them a pass. When your yeah. adrenaline's pumping like that, you do stupid. That stuff. fan could have been like,
0: either. "You're not wearing white, and that's why we lost." You like, <laughs> fuck you, you up <laughs> bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> you what, That's fucking gray. I sent out that memo.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, all right, so the real question is: Does Penn State still have a shot at the playoff? after that loss. I don't think so.
1: I mean, I, I, I it just depends on the teams that are uh, above them, but I still think That's
0: they true.
2: do. I don't yes. think so. I don't think so either. I look back, and whenever they beat Ohio State, won the Big Ten Championship, and were one-loss conference champion, and they got left out of the playoff for Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I... Yeah, so was that the same year
1: TCU did as well? I think
2: so. Yeah, yeah. TCU was, went undefeated. Was, and you uh, yeah. And they were left out. Yeah, and then they I think to the, the same the next year or something like that. But yeah, because Penn State was like five, and TCU was six, and then USC was seven, and USC played, Penn State played that great Rose Bowl with Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. I'm still not even fully sold on Ohio State being a
0: top-four team. I still I... feel like they could go somewhere and uh, and just stumble and lose. I feel like they on a good day, they are a top-four team, but on a bad day, whenever they go into Iowa or Iowa comes there, you know, Iowa True. B- last year just stomped their dreams in the ground. And that's how I feel about them.
2: You know, I I think Ohio State's good. I think yeah, Urban Meyer's gonna take them to the championship. There, it's one of the, it's like that that thing where you like with the Patriots when Brady was suspended for four games and they came back when he got back, they just ran over everybody and won the Super Bowl. Ohio State's kind of that way this year. Yeah, Urban Meyer, what he did was a lot worse than what um than what Tom Brady did, but still, I think they're he's coming back with a vengeance and they're just going to. Run through their schedule. I don't know if they're going to win the national championship, but that's a playoff team.
0: Right. I see them making the playoffs, but I'm just, I would not be surprised if they slip up uh, at any part of their schedule. Again,
2: yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either, but now they have that win over Penn State, who's, so if, even if they lose, they'll still go to the conference championship, and probably if a one loss Ohio State team as a conference champion is going to make the playoffs.
0: All right, and let's move on to this top 25 ranked matchup, uh, Notre Dame at Virginia Tech.
2: Another one of my calls last week, So Virginia Tech upset over Duke. That was a good call. That was, that was a good, good call. call.
0: And uh, I did not see that coming. I thought Duke mm-hmm. actually had them, especially after that old Dominion debacle, you know. So do I ride with Virginia Tech this week over Notre Dame? Dude, I I think Notre Dame no, no, is red no. hot. Notre
1: Dame's red hot, especially because they changed quarterbacks. They did. Ian Book is a good quarterback, he, and you know, slaying the rock. I was really happy to see them pull away from Stanford, and, and they made a good statement. I think that gave me a lot of confidence in Notre Dame moving forward. And I think Virginia Tech should be an easy game, but it's at it's at Blacksburg. That's mm-hmm. always going to be a tough place to play at. But right. I think Notre Dame will still win this one.
2: And I will admit I was wrong against. I called. I said Stanford against Notre Dame. Notre Dame proved me very wrong in that matchup. But they're gonna win. They're gonna take this one easily. I don't think Virginia Tech is that good. Their their best win is against Florida State, who's not great, not good. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm gonna say Notre Dame takes that one.
0: Looks like that's three for three. Uh, yeah, Notre Dame's red hot. I think it should be easily, too. Yep. Yep. Ian Book is just uh, just outrageous. Haven't seen really uh, any slip ups from him yet. He's only started, what, two games now? One game? Uh, he started two games now. He started the Wake Forest game and the Sam- right. Stanford game.
2: Right. Is there a team on Notre Dame's schedule who could real, realistically – have they played the meat of their schedule already? I know they play Florida State, but that's uh, soon to be a hard game. I, I they, know they always close out their season against Stanford. So, it really,
1: it depends on your feelings towards Stanford, which I think
2: –
0: They're playing America. USC. Or uh,
1: USC, I mean. Yeah.
0: Sorry, I was thinking West Coast. And then I, so. They should beat USC yeah. in my opinion. They, got, they have Virginia Tech, Pitt, Navy, Northwestern, FSU, uh, Syracuse. Okay. Wall. I can see that Syracuse game being very important. And game. then at –
2: uh, Southern California. So those last two games are, actually might be pretty tough. Um, I could see this being one of those 12 0 Notre Dame game, teams that makes the playoffs. Well, they haven't made the playoffs yet, but a 12 0 Notre Dame team makes the playoffs and gets trounced in the playoffs. Like they trounced by Bama. Trounced
0: by Bama. <laughs> yeah. It's like back in, what was that, the most boring national championship I've ever oh, seen? I was all about Everett Golson, man. He's I was
1: all Whoop about them. I Although, I mean, in. As a fan, I really wanted Notre Dame to win that game. Did I really believe it? No. I thought Alabama was going to win that game, and they See, I did. think I was still,
2: still at the point where I, I could force myself to believe something, and I forced myself to believe Notre Dame was going to beat them. Yeah. That was, that was about when Bama became – like, everyone knew that this dynasty was rolling. Right. All right. And now, get your guns out. No, no, no. I want to talk about a couple more things first. Oh, man. You want to talk about what you want to talk about uh first off i want to say washington called them covering uh against that byu team yeah they Good covered job. by 17 and a half but they play ucla how bad do you think they beat chip kelly's ucla
0: team? oh they're gonna toss the rock all over chip
2: they're fighting chip kelly's i'm all about this washington team out west they're favored by 21 in this game they're going to cover that for sure
1: First off, I hope UCLA is patient with Chip Kelly moving forward because I do think I Chip agree. Kelly's a yeah. really good coach. But Washington is a very good team right now. And, yeah, they're going to roll over UCLA at the Rose Bowl.
0: Yep. I, I feel the same way. I uh, I don't see UCLA getting anywhere close to winning this football game. Oh, for 4 right now, too.
1: Man. And mm-hmm.
0: and you know what? If, if we've seen some glimpse of light from the UCLA Bruins – I would maybe give a Chip Kelly team a fighting
2: chance, but Washington's just way too good. I'm gonna rant for a second here. I think I lo- they cover also. I love how everyone's like, "Be patient with Chip Kelly. Be patient with St- uh, Scott Frost. 0 and 8 combined." But everyone's down Willie Taggart's throat, and he's 3 and 2. So it's like, chill out for a second. Hey, I haven't said a word he's, about Willie Taggart. <laughs> I know. I'm not saying you guys. I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about like you hear everybody, oh, fire Willie. We're starting GoFundMe for Willie's. Like, or, like we got two coaches who are doing the same exact thing who are 0 and 8. Man, we're three and two. You were getting frustrated Chill. with him too. You I went, was getting frustrated with him, but again, it's like I know him. I'm I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt this season. Right, I'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt. We went zero and twelve. That's mean, but. that's all you can do for any first year coach really
0: till he gets at least a uh, a year or two of his players in and and actually has a chance to implement a system. Yeah. Like we were talking about last week, we were talking about these uh, first year
2: coaches last week too, and just saying how. Got to give the players time to
0: actually they learn. Need,
2: they need their recruits in the system, especially whenever you have a guy like Willie who has the exact opposite system in there before his. Or I don't know, I think Nebraska couldn't have been this, what Scott Frost wanted either. So give him a chance to get their recruits in there. And real quick before we go to the Red River rivalry, upset or lock of the week Auburn is going to cover four negative four points to Mississippi State for sure. Okay. Calling that All right. My lock of the week. We'll all do locks. Let's see my lock we'll
0: of the do week. Do lock real quick. Okay. I need to look at up my
2: upset FSU lock of the week. Auburn covers against Mississippi.
1: State. I haven't even thought too much about my lock of the week. I know. It's
0: just it's just a lackluster schedule, man. You know what? Uh, we haven't even talked about it. Um, we talked a little bit about the Kentucky team, but. I'm saying uh, Kentucky goes in there and takes care of a Jimbo Fisher, a good Jimbo Fisher uh, Texas A&M football team. Call that
2: lock. Are they favored in that game? Yeah, uh, no A&M's favor. That'd be an upset. The upset. What if?
0: How's A&M favorite against a 13 ranked Kentucky? They're playing at home, aren't they? That's they're playing at home. Is.
2: That's what it is. They're playing at
0: home. All right, I'll make that my upset of the la- week then. They're Kentucky are...
1: upsetting Texas A&M? Yeah. Yes. I wouldn't call that an upset if Kentucky's going to be for real.
0: A and We got to believe in them. Well, A and M's favorite. We got to
1: believe in Kentucky. I'm believing in. I'm believing in
0: Kentucky to an extent that they can beat Texas A and M. And I am too. I believe uh, that Kentucky's a good football team.
2: If and, I didn't already waste my upset of the league, I'd you know block what, lock upset of the week. <laughs> I'll, call, I'll call this
0: one upset of the week because I do think that the Texas A and M. I think that the Aggies are a good football team as well. You know, they gave Clemson a very very well. they're two losses against game.
2: Clemson and Alabama, right? Yeah.
0: in yeah.
1: real. Uh, yeah, Texas A&M, they've played tough games, and they've mm-hmm. played well in those tough games. I mean, Alabama, you can even say, you know, they attempted to hold their own against Alabama. They didn't get as destroyed.
0: 45-23. As they could have been.
1: 45-23. Yeah,
2: they <laughs> played two top-five teams and have respectable games against them. For yeah,
1: sure. yeah. and Clemson, oh, man. I would, uh, I wish they had beat Clemson.
0: So if Kentucky wins this game, Kentucky's the real deal.
1: I would I – would, officially say they're the real deal. I don't think they are like, That's
2: when you start looking at that Georgia game you against Kentucky. Yeah, I think we I think we're in for I'm a good game. I'm looking at it already. Georgia.
0: Georgia did not impress me against Tennessee and they I feel like they had a lot of a no, lot of potential uh, mistakes that could have went haywire but then they take they take one to the house for a touchdown in the beginning yeah, of the game, taking a lot of momentum. Be,
2: they could be looking past that Tennessee team who looks like one of the yeah, teams in the nation. They could. It's You're easy
0: right. to sleep on teams
1: like that and they actually played Justin Fields a lot too in that game. They gave him mm-hmm. quite a bit of snaps. I I think that wasn't anything for us to look too deep into.
2: Yeah, when you play teams that are that bad, it's it's hard to like take a lot away from that game, good or bad.
0: All right. Well, I'll go with You're my lock now? of the week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it's going to be the Oklahoma Sooners against the Texas Longhorns in the. Get your
2: guns out this time. Get them ready. Pew pew. <sighs> the Red River rivalry. Are you saying they cover or are you saying that they win? Seven point spread. What's seven. Yeah, I'm saying they cover. I see. I, I don't I, – this game – Texas could be terrible, which they have been in a couple of years. This game's always close. No, I think Texas is a good football team, but I,
0: I don't think Oklahoma's looking past them. I think Oklahoma oh, I, I is going to come look out. they past them. No, they can't. This is, a,
1: this is an important game. Texas is a decent team. Now, them losing to Maryland, that still hurts me to this day. I, I can't believe – I had Texas as, like, one of my, like, big – like teams that none of us were talking about cuz there always seems to be that one team that no one's talking about. Texas was going to be my team and then they opened the season losing to Maryland and Oklahoma. Their offense is so good under Lincoln Riley. He is such a good coach and Kyler Murray is one hell of a quarterback. To where they are actually talking about, you know, if let's just say he decided he didn't want to play football, uh, he didn't want to play baseball, he wanted to focus on football, he could get drafted and play in the NFL as a quarterback.
2: Yeah, that's $6 million he already got from the A's, though. So, yeah. A lot against that. <laughs> he, uh, his agent already
1: said he's playing baseball. Yeah. We'll see. But for right now, I think Oklahoma is going to win this game. It'll be maybe interesting, but I think that Oklahoma is going to okay. drop like 50 some points. See, I,
2: I, I'm taking Oklahoma for sure. I don't think they cover, though. I think it's going to be a close game within a touchdown. It's going to be a uh, clobber knocker? Slobber knocker? Yeah, we'll go. I don't, not a clobber knocker. That means a blowout. Clobber, right? slobber knocker. <laughs> That's gonna, a new it's, one. It's going to be a shoot And I'm giving Texas a pass for that Maryland game just because of how emotional that game was for Maryland. But I like Tom Herman as a coach. He's had a rough year last year, but again, that was his first year of the program. Get some of the players to run his system the way he wants to do it. I think Texas is on the up. Like, they're coming up, but. Oklahoma's going to win the game. They Kyler Murray, well it'd be fun to watch Kyler Murray in this type of atmosphere. See if it gets to him, see if he's just even better than he has been. Texas does have
0: two impressive wins over 20 uh, 22nd ranked USC at 37-14 and then 17th ranked uh, TCU at 31-16. So it Yeah, I don't I don't know. How, I'm not I'm saying Oklahoma wins by a touchdown. Exactly a touchdown. Exactly a touchdown. So we we'll to a
2: push over there.
0: You know what? You know what? How, about, how, about, how about I go to this? They win. This is tough. I do think Texas is a good football team, but I, I
2: just think Oklahoma is way better. I just, I'm going on the fact that I think Texas is decent. I think Oklahoma is very good, but Oklahoma is only ranked seventh. Did they drop from last week? That's crazy. Anyway, um, I'm just going on the basis of the Red River rivalry. It's always close. It's going to be within a touchdown. I
1: think Oklahoma is better than Clemson. If, right now, I think Oklahoma is better than Clemson, and I think Clemson's going to keep dropping. And I think Oklahoma's better than LSU. Oh, I agree. I definitely think they're better than LSU, and I, that's why I think LSU is so overrated to where I am tempted. LSU, they're they're favored by two by uh by two. I would be honest, I'd be taking Florida and making that my lock. I really really like that. Nate, you know the only reason I'm not going to do and that maybe- is because
0: it's, it's I I feel biased. I feel biased doing that. I I'm hey, you know what? I feel biased too, but it's because of that bias I
1: know my team better. You,
0: you already said LSU is gonna win, right? Yeah. You said they're gonna cover uh,
2: well, the two points at two? Field. It's probably a field goal. Mm. Two and a half. That I mean that seems like a thirteen to ten game. That's kinda of how I feel about the FSU my name game too. It's probably gonna be like thirteen ten. We're gonna have to have dual both screens. Of, both of those games. Oh I already did. I did that last week too with yeah, the dual FSU screens. 49. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's going to be an interesting uh, – it's not a great week for college football, but there's some very interesting games. A lot of te- things are going to be decided. Is Texas legitimate? How, how legitimate is Oklahoma?
0: We'll see. And maybe that first week, maybe they're just getting their shit together, you know, against Maryland. I,
2: again, I think it's just such an emotional game for Maryland. Uh, I just – I'm going to give them a pass. They do have two good wins on their schedule already. But. Okay. All right.
0: All right. And after it's all said and done in the college football world – um, we're going to turn it over to the pay-per-view and we're going to see <laughs> Bruce Buffer say, it's time. I and mean, we're going to be very drunk
2: at this point. Oh, it's, yeah. Uh, there's, there's probably going to be a, uh, it's, it's a cat five maintained kind of day. Like, yeah. we gotta, I gotta be alive at two in the morning whenever this place is going to come on. Yeah.
0: This, this is going to be, uh, an outrageous weekend, uh, and so, I want to get your Great picks on the McGregor-Khabib fight. Oh, come on. It's McGregor. Yeah. The two-time the, the champ.
2: Yeah. Proper 12.
1: I, there, there is not a piece of me that would go against McGregor. I have McGregor all the way in this fight. I think that, you know, with all the shit that he's been going through, mm-hmm. it's time for all that to go to go aside. He's back. He's ready to fight. He wants to prove something. He's going to win, and is he going to return back to some dominance? Well, We'll see. Well, let's take it fight by fight.
0: He's going to win. I'm going to knock him out in 13 seconds. <laughs> 13. You know, uh, I'm going to say McGregor gets the, gets the win just because I'm a fellow ginger, but Khabib is a tough dude. He's a tough motherfucker. He's a killer. I would not be surprised if
2: Khabib oh. comes out there and just lays him on the mat. See, I wouldn't I wasn't going to pick against an McGregor anyway, but today on Facebook I saw a picture of Conor with his arm around Khabib and it was on Khabib's Facebook page and it said, "Oh, just hanging out with the champ after another big victory. He's a monster." I'm like, you little bitch. Oh, uh, <laughs> He's a fanboy.
0: He had the t-shirt. <laughs> <sighs> We're going to see. And that's the fun of the UFC. We'll get a little bit of UFC in there for you guys. Hopefully mm-hmm. you're tuning into that. It's gonna be one of the fights that we look back on our lifetime and be like, that was one of the biggest pay per views of all time. For sure. Alright, we gotta wrap it up. I got I got a game to go coach. We gotta go whip pine forest ass. I got laundry to do. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna doing? go run you for once go run? Oh. Yeah, I haven't
1: ran in a long time mm-hmm. and uh, my girl's been getting on me about getting back in shape. Mm-hmm. So I'm finally gonna do it. I tried. I tried. I I I have a membership now, I have a gym membership now. Today I'm just gonna go That's run. That's the worst. She been telling you about that stamina. <laughs> yeah. Stamina. Yeah. No, you for real. Because like man. I'll be like going, and be like,
0: fuck. Yeah, me <laughs> too. Oh my god. All right. I know this week is kind of lackluster in the college football world, but we try to throw in some McGregor. We try to throw in some some uh, locks and some upsets. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. And turn into JJ's Diner whenever we come back from our hiatus. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, tune into a Higher Frequency. We should have uh, <clears throat> 10 uh, Win coming on, talking about his 3D drink printing company. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It's
2: already a good week. I got a Tinder match right now. Woo! <laughs> yeah, me too. I got a couple. All I haven't right. done that stuff in so long. Peace.